Okay, what is happening, guys? I hope your Sunday is going well, and I hope at least most of you didn't have too much fun last night. Uh, welcome back to the only Up From Here podcast. I am your host, Max, and today we'll be talking about what it was like for me, or what my first time going going away to college was like. So, we're going to get into that. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> when I graduated high school, I went up to, or between the the time I graduated high school, the time I finally went away to college, I had gone to visit my cousin in Massachusetts. I would take the, I'd go fly visit my dad in New Jersey and take the train from there to Providence. Or it's been a week or so with him, my cousin, I mean. And then that's where everything sort of kind of changed for me. And it changed for me in the aspect that for what changed for me in the aspect that he showed me how to be more confident. He unlocked the confidence I didn't know I actually had. Hanging out with him and his friends and whatnot. But he unlocked a lot of confidence for me, and that was really big. So, when I finally got to college, <clears throat> and I went to four, I went to Nova South, I went to Nova Southeastern, done for Lauderdale. And I remember just being more conf or feeling more confident than I had. I remember before, because I hadn't had a chance to recreate my image. And the image I created was that of this ultra-confident person. Like, I developed a certain walk, a certain appearance. And I remember me and this friend I had that I met during orientation, freshman orientation. And we walked all over the freshman dorms and we knocked on every girl's door and introduced ourselves. And that was a pretty big thing for me just because I never would have done something like that before I left. But I remember we were playing Truth or Dare <clears throat> during orientation. <clears throat> and there is a smoking blonde that I went with. She was from Clemson, South Carolina. And we were dared to make out like we were in fucking high school. But that gave me so much confidence. The fact that I was able to pull that off. And I had an amazing group of friends. Shout out to Ryan Skazinski, Glenn Brown, 
Don Stewart, Austin Price. I mean, that kid, that dude, Austin, man, that guy was the best friend I ever had. I told him more things about myself than I had ever told anybody outside of a therapist. And it did so many things for me and how I felt about myself. And Matt, he kept me on the straight. He kept me on the straight and narrow. I could go to him and talk about anything. I could go to him for for a, a myriad of things. He kept me, for the most part, on straight and narrow in school. <clears throat> Although. I mean, I could, I did everything. I, I could get anything I wanted at Nova. I was so plugged in. I could get you drugs. I could, I knew where the parties were. I knew half the girls in my freshman class. Sorry to my girl walked by, I would say hi to her. My friends would ask me how I knew that girl's name. It's like, well, I just talked to people. And when. So we threw, so I had, the first time I ever got in trouble at, that's like a serious amount of trouble, was I threw a party when I was living in the upperclassmen dorms, or the dry dorms rather, and I threw a party, and the I was walking this girl back to a girl I had interest in. I was walking her back to her room in the freshman dorms. I guess the cops got called to the room I was staying in. And I ended up getting a call to the dean's office or the whatever he was, head of supervising or whatever. And I got put on probation for an entire semester. And after that, it was just like, we didn't, I didn't do any anything afterwards. I still partied. I was smarter about it. And ended up joining a, didn't do a whole fraternity thing. And. Yeah, so we did that. That was, I mean, it was really, it was fun. And we did a lot of good, cool things together. Like I said, I was part of the frat. And when I decided to leave, so I transferred just because I didn't know how to really deal with a lot of the things I was I had dealt with. I mean, I had never had the amount of support and the support group that I had when I was in
I had never had the support system that I was that I gained when I was during my time at Nova. So when I came back and I transferred back to I transferred back home to live to go to uh, Seminole State. That was more of a uh, <clears throat> going off the proverbial deep end. I don't know what I wanted to do. I just wanted to party and chase girls. And I didn't have the friend group up here that I did down there. And I, I mean, I miss those guys. Like people like Austin and all those boys, they were such a big help in my development into becoming who I became now. Or who I would end up becoming. And. <clears throat> it was in that time. I dated. Uh, the girl I lost my virginity to. And. How that worked. Was. Or how that happened was. She. I think she was a Facebook or Tinder. One of those fucking things. And I used to, for those who don't remember, I used to pick up, well, okay, for, for, for context, I used to use Facebook to pick up women. Because I think that was before the advent of Tinder. So this was like 2012, 2013. And it was before I decided to going to the military because I had flunked out of Seminole State. I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to work. I didn't care about any of that. So I was like 19 years old. I didn't give a shit. But this girl, I'm not going to put her name out there just because I don't want to do that to her. And but I had this image already pre-created that I wasn't going to care. She was never someone, or at least looking back now, she was never someone I was ever going to get serious with. And so long story short on that one. So we hooked up in the back seat of my Volvo 860 wagon. And in front of her parents' house. And this was also the my first pregnancy scare as I had to rush to CVS and spend fifty dollars on plan B. Because I didn't know what to do. I called all my friends. She for contact, she told me she was on birth control. And I she hadn't taken it that night. So after we performed the deed, she told me she hadn't taken it. And I kind of freaked out after I left. And I called everybody under the sun. I called my cousin. I called my friends down at Nova. And they told me to go get plan B. So I went and did that. I walked, made her take it the next morning. 
And the funny story about that was my mom, we switched cars for some reason. And my mom found the package that Plan B comes in. Nightmare made for the most awkward conversation I've ever had. <clears throat> she had me and my girlfriend at the time sit down and talk and discuss what was going on. And it was so fucking awkward. But anyway, I already had this preconceived notion that I was going to go join the Marines. I had, I was almost a Marine. Because I had friends, a lot of friends that were in the Marine Corps. I didn't want to go at first. I just went for PT and I enjoyed it. But I didn't want to go at first. I wasn't ready. And this other, this one recruiter called me. And we sat down, we broke it down together. The pros and the cons. And I went home and later that day I told my mom. And I told her that, you know, I'm just going to go join the Marine Corps. But, <clears throat> so I was about ready to sign the contract. Only they told me because I had broken bones that I was going to have to wait a year. And I didn't want to wait a whole year. So my mom suggested to me to go talk go talk to an army recruiter. No, I said no, fuck. So I, I mean, I said no, fuck that. I'm gonna go be a Marines. I'm gonna go be a Marine. I was working. I went and worked in Aber at Abercrombie for a little bit. I guess the only, the only thing about Abercrombie was. I was surrounded by pretty girls all day. So that was I mean, the one good thing about it. And so I was doing the Abercrombie. I was waiting for my turn to go to the Marines. And I wasn't trying to wait. So my mom was keep pushing me to go talk to the Army recruiters. I eventually went and... Um, Actually, my backtrack. I was working at Abercrombie, and I also did. I also worked as a farmhand on this farm that my sister would rode at, rode on, or rode at at the time. I was working at Abercrombie. I was, you know, I was mucking horse stalls, and so at one point, I think this was around August. Or July, maybe early September. And I went and go talk to an army recruiter, signed a dotted line. They got me shipped on. After I was date, I broke up with the the girl I was dating. We only dated like a month. And we had a lot more issues than I realized. There's a lot of drama. But I got my ship that I left for Fort Benning, Georgia on November 13th, 2013. And that's going to be an episode for next time. Anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. I know this episode was kind of all over the place. At some point, I do want to get people on for like guest appearances and shit. That's me 
further down the line. If you guys can like and share this and let everybody know, and people let people know about this, I would appreciate it. You can find me on Instagram at maferguson94. You can follow me on TikTok um, at maxferguson94. And I appreciate all of you, and I will see you again hopefully next Sunday.